right? So I've seen miracles happen from just intentions and sometimes just decisions alone. People decide to do something and they do it even though they do, they have the courage and the bravery of doing it, even though they, their, their mind and emotions are conflicting with it. And I've seen one or the other or both tilt the entire vibrational reality that somebody experiences, even if their mind and emotions aren't on board. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to hopefully one of your favorite podcasts, High Vibe Net. We're super stoked to be back with you today, another week, another Monday of awesomeness, inspiration, and talking to cool people about life and spiritual stuff. So here we are today. We are accompanied by a lovely guest, Mr. Oliver Nino, and he is the aka the spiritual activator and the creator of Geo Love Healing. And he has a new book out called Five Steps to Clearing, Unblocking, and Protecting Your Energy, which sounds like perfect timing because it's the holidays. Things can get weird when you're with family. Might have a weird uncle at the table. There might be some negative vibes going on. Might be some topics of conversation you're not really digging. Um, so I think it would be kind of fun to dive into some ways to just maybe fortify, strengthen your vibes, protect yourself during those scenarios and other scenarios. But um, yeah, we're really just going to leave the the conversation open and let it flow and see what needs to come through today. So yeah, Oliver, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm super excited. Yes, us too. Yes, very excited. Um, Oliver, what made you decide to do this work? What got you into what you're doing now? You were probably a weirdo like we were as growing up as kids, maybe it yeah. took you a minute to find your calling, but what was that like for you? Well, it was interesting because it was um, totally not what I planned for. You know, <laughs> I mean, I grew up in a household and I grew up in the Philippines. So it was a household where it's like strict, you know, religious background, but then our culture is pretty much like, you know, energy and, yeah. and, and mystical stuff. And it was like a blend of both, almost like it was the unspoken truth. It was a little, it was, it was taboo in one area, but also people were practicing it in another to where it was just like, I grew up with that in the background and I didn't think much of it. Right. But it was always there. And I remember um, my path looking back, it's like, if you had asked me um, like, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, if this is what I would be doing, I would probably, I would have laughed at your face. And I'm like, there's no way, there's no way. Cause I started out like, you know, um, opposite to where I already had successful businesses. Like, you know, I was already thriving online. And for me, it was like, you know, there's no reason why I should be doing this. But at the same time, as I was doing all that stuff, I was a, you know, closet energy healer. To where it, it fascinated me because it, it it affected my life so deeply and, and, and profound ways where everything else failed. It was the only thing that worked, right? So I, I've been, I've been practicing it you know, and I've been uh, doing a lot of healing sessions, friends, family members, you know, under the radar, like, and I was forefront to the, uh, to the outside world. I was uh, an entrepreneur behind the scenes. I was like, who, who can I work on? Right. And, love. Uh, yeah. 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 And it wasn't until, you know, um, my wife now, uh, we were pregnant. And I remember that was the biggest, um, nudge because I was thinking to myself, wow, this is a new, 
you know, I, a new soul coming onto the earth. And, you know, I, knowing what I know about, you know, why people experience what I call the detour in life to where it's this period, decade or decades to where they go through unnecessary pain and suffering and they try to find themselves is because they shut off their light when they were kids. Mm -hmm. They shut off their light and their intuition and who they are. And because of that, you go through this unnecessary, what I feel like is unnecessary period of, of making wrong decisions because you're not listening to your intuition. You're not shining your light. You're, you know, you're people pleasing instead of standing in your essence and you, and you lose yourself. And, and that leads to nowhere good because it brings us to a moment typically to where we're rock bottom, you know, and it's kind of like a wake up call. And then we try to get back on the path. So for me, I was like, you know what, knowing what I know about the process, I could save possibly, potentially, like, you know, save my child the unnecessary suffering if I was a, a good role model of like, look at me, shining my light, not hiding, not, you know, not afraid and fully being in my purpose, right? And I thought it would be the, uh, it would just be so cool to embody that and step into that and and not, you know, and, and be uh, an example of what's possible. So that for me, because I wouldn't do it for myself, but knowing right. that I had a kid on the way, that for me was like, you know what? I'm going to burn yeah. the bridges. I'm going to stop. I'm going to walk away from this seemingly golden parachute of what, what's certain, what's, you know, what brings in, um you know, abundance. And I'm going to do this fully. It's, if it works, it doesn't work. At least I'm, I'm living at a, uh, you know, at a, at a higher calling and I'm pretty sure it's going to work itself out. So kind of like that was the nudge for me. And it was very, very scary because it's sometimes it's easy to do things easier to do things when you've got nothing left to lose but it's a lot harder when you've got you know you've got a lot seemingly you know to to lose in the process but for me it was like okay it was a no-brainer I'm like all right like you know um do I do this um for my child or do I keep doing this and keep hiding right so that was kind of like my my nudging moment to like spirituality and doing what I'm doing now in a more like you know this is who I am what I do to the world kind of, you know, kind of mission, you know? Wait, how old is your kid now? He's three and a half. Mm-hmm. Half makes yeah. a big difference when you're only three. Right? <laughs> yeah. So it's important to mention. <laughs> Almost four. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I totally, totally vibe with that. I was working retail management and then I got pregnant and I was like, wait, but what do I want to be when I grow up? <laughs> right. Because everything changes. And you're right, low stakes become extremely high stakes because if I try doing something I actually want to do and it doesn't work out, oh my gosh, look how much is at stake. So uh, yeah, I definitely understand that journey, but they are the best motivators. My son came in and he's like, mom, you got to figure it out. Here we go. I'm coming. And it, and I did. And it was the best thing I ever did, as you could probably agree. Best thing you ever did. Um, and now yeah. I have three kids. And the one I'm talking about is 10. So, <laughs> wow. It's yeah. Been a I, mean, on, I mean, honestly, I feel like, you know, with, with, um, some people are different. They, they do it for themselves because they have to. Like, you know, they've always yeah. put other people first. And yeah. they're like, you know, no one's going to put me first. So I've got to put me first yeah. for the first time and do it for themselves. And for me, I was like having a high tolerance for um, pain and darkness and just like suffering to where I'm like, I can handle way more than most can mm. right which is dangerous at times because you don't know the breaking point yeah. at all you think you're okay you're okay okay and the next thing you know is like 
the strata broke the, broke the camel's back kind of thing, right? Um, but for me, it's what's a theme is I've always done it for for family, loved ones, and you know, and 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 children. It's like it's one of the things where I won't do it for me, but if that's on the line, then yeah, you know, I'll move heaven and earth to do it, kind of thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, I feel like depending on the person or the circumstance, it could be equal and opposite advice, right? Like do it for yourself. Like the self-love yeah. coach in me is like always wanting to tell people like, do it for yourself. Like you got this, like believe that you're worthy of like doing it for and like making the changes for, but then also it's so beautiful to do it for others, which from a spiritual perspective is doing it for a part of yourself. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? So and, it's and, like, and, it all comes back to the self, I guess the broader self, if we're all one and we're all the same. And especially with your kids, like a literal extension of you. Yeah. What's interesting is all paths lead to, in, in a way, because also before I jumped into, um, you know, um, energy work, like I was a big fan of just human behavior as well, right? And some people, they just naturally, no matter what you tell them, if you, it's easier for them to do it for others than themselves because of their rules yeah. and, other, and, and vice versa. Some people will like do it for themselves, not others because of their rules, but ultimately, when you do something like your purpose work, even though you're doing, in my opinion, if you're doing it for somebody else, like, you know, you might think you're doing it for somebody else, but it does so much for you as well. Right. Yeah. Like the kind of vibration that you step into and the path of growth that you embrace journeying into your spiritual, you know, um, in purpose work. Oh gosh. It's like, it's, it's like, it, in my mind, it's a solution to a lot of things mm -hmm. um, that, uh, that we're, that we're looking for as a, as an individual, like, and, and also it impacts society. So for me, it's like one of the things that we're doing your purpose work. You can, you really can never go wrong with it when you do it wholeheartedly and, and, and you step into it, you know? You're never yes. going to be like, dang, I wish I didn't do my purpose work. Like, that is not <laughs> a sentence anyone will ever say. Yeah. It's actually the opposite. A lot of the times people like, you know, they're in the rocking chair moments, you know, in the end mm -hmm. of their life and they're like, shoot, their biggest regret is they weren't able to, you know, give us much, love us much, like in a step, yeah. like step into what they're here to do. And it's a, it's, it's a big source of regret for, for a lot, you know? So when you do it, I, I feel like, you know, when you're doing it, more energy, more abundance, more just blessings flow to you because you're, su you're supporting life mm -hmm. at a higher level. You're supporting the collective at a higher level. Therefore, you know, more actually flows to you as far as support. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right that it's so full circle, like the giving and receiving channel of energy. Like we receive so much from giving, whether it's confidence or happiness or feeling fulfilled that you contributed or yeah. just seeing someone else smile because of you. Like there's so much medicine to be had in giving. And um, it it's like, it's, it's like hard to separate giving and getting, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of the things to where, like, you know, for me, it was, and a lot of the times I've seen it to where someone's someone's biggest issue might be because there's imbalance. Like for for me, for example, I'm good at giving. I love giving gifts. I mean, I love spoiling people with the things that make them happy, whether it's acts of kindness or presence or you know, presence. Like I'm, I I love it. But I remember a time where when it came to receiving, I wasn't so good at it. To where it was one of the things where one of the biggest you know, um, complaints my, yeah, you know, my sisters or family members had. I was like, they would buy me stuff from last Christmas and I would still have it unopened somewhere untouched, right? And I really had to work on the receiving. And what I realized is that like, 
what you, sometimes how you do one thing is how you do mm-hmm. everything. And when I'm not receiving abundance, right, um, whether it's a gift or a compliment, it has energetic ramifications, right? It's kind of like uh, what I've learned is like, it's like if you can't be given blessings or, you know, or abundance when your your heart or your palm is closed, it doesn't matter if someone's going to give it. It's just not going to be received. And, I re- and there, I've seen a correlation, right, from working on receiving, like someone gives me a compliment, I, I really take time to breathe it in and really receive it and not be like, oh yeah, you're, you know, you're, you look good too, or thank you so much. And kind of like, like, you know, it was not a big deal, kind of like negate it. It's like, I had to work on fully receiving things as compliments and gifts. And I've seen a tremendous uh, amount of increase in just the level of quality of life and the things that further come by working on receiving, not just giving. And I feel like that's, like you said, that's such a, a great, you know, balance that we work on. And a lot of times, like, you know, it's, it could be as simple as that. And it, and it makes a, a huge difference, you know? So I have a gift that I got like three years ago. It was, a, it was like a bath set. And I think it's yeah. some weird, like it's like a flavor. It's like a weird scent, like cinnamon pear or something. And I mm-hmm. haven't opened it. So what you're saying is I have to go open it now <laughs> to open my heart to the gift yeah. Yeah. But I and, don't have and, to use it. Do I have to use it or can I just open it? Sometimes here's <laughs> the thing. The way I look at it is intentions and decisions are the two things that tilt the, your your vibrational reality mm, more than yes. anything else. I've had it to where, like, you know, I, I went through my first, um, I remember I went through um, my first um, unblocking somebody that clearing on abundance blocks for me close to 20 years ago. I didn't believe it. I was very skeptical because I'm left brain, right? Emotion, emotionally, I was pissed because I'm like, I'm not experiencing anything from this. This is a waste of time, right? But my intention was like, I'm open to, um, you know, what's in store for me for the highest good. And my decision is I showed up to the session, right? And and even in my mind and my emotions were against it. It worked. About four to five weeks after that session, I made more in a day than an entire year, right? Oh, yeah. But here's here's a caveat. In two months, I spent it all. Like, you know, I was like paying my mom's bills, bought a car, went on vacations, because here's the thing on an energetic level, it was brought to me. I manifested it really, really quickly, right? My minor emotions weren't programmed for abundance. Didn't catch up. Didn't catch up. So I got rid of it because it had to go into something that was more manageable. But what I learned was so, so profound was, hmm, it's very similar to the lottery effect people that win the lottery they win it some of them are not you don't have the mindset or the emotions for abundance so that's why they did a study 10 years after they win most of them are in a worse place than when they first won right but what i've learned was this wow that means moving forward i have a different paradigm of how to approach life i can use energy to get me what i want before i'm even prepared for it and when i have it then i can spend time working on these two, so I don't lose it. At least I have it, and I'm in that space. And it kind of bent time for me in a way. And when I realized that, I I was like, you know what? These two, they're really important. Like you know, but it's not necessary to have them all on board for me to get what I want. If I have the intention, right? When I look at intention, it's like prayer is a form of intention. And you've seen a lot of times where people are praying, praying because someone's sick, and miracles happen right? They did nothing else but pray. And that was 
what happened to my mom when I was in her, when she was pregnant with me, they did some tests and they figured out that, um, you know, I had some, um, um, abnormalities in my, in my kidney area. Right. And she was crying and she was distraught. I mean, her, the thoughts that she had were not the best. The emotions were not the best. If you think about it from that point of view, those weren't vibrating at a high level, but she said, you know, she prayed, you know, um, to Santa Nino and made, uh, made a prayer of like, please heal my child. And that prayer was, wasn't categorized in, in the human sense. When you do an intention that's pure, it's, it's put in as a soul request. So the vibrations automatically higher. Right. Yeah. And that overrode everything because when I was born, they did a test and they're like, we don't know what happened, but that kidney abnormality is not even present anymore. Right. So I've seen miracles happen from just intentions and sometimes just decisions alone. People decide to do something and they do it, even though they do, they have the courage and the bravery of doing it, even though they, their, their mind and emotions are conflicting with it. And I've seen one or the other or both tilt the entire vibrational reality somebody experiences even if their mind and emotions aren't on board so when i started seeing that that i was like wow no one's ever taught us this but this is a this is a great hack to to, to living you know so that's kind of like one of my first exposures and you know got me to see how energy truly works yeah you know, and in this in this plane of existence welcome to your holiday book giving guide who doesn't want to receive a cute little book that's going to change their life? Let's spread some manifesting magic and empowerment this holiday season by giving your friends and family the gifts of inspiration, manifestation, and all things awesome. For anyone new to the world of manifestation who wants to create more wealth, health, love, purpose, etc., My Pocket Guide to Manifestation is the book to give them as it has a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of fun visualization, intention-setting practices of all different forms. For the journalers out there who want to script their dreams into existence, Letters to the Universe is the way to go. That's the manifesting journal where I share my special scripting process that works every time. And for anyone who could use a little more sunshine in their life, Affirmations for Happiness will help them to have a happy 2023. And this book is the biggest hit so far with all five-star reviews on Amazon. You can find all these books and more at KelseyAida.com or simply search for Kelsey Aida at any major book retailer, in-store or online. Happy gifting. Don't forget to give one to yourself. Yeah, not enough people. Go ahead. Well, you go and I got a question. Go ahead. Okay. I was going to say not enough people in the manifestation creation space are talking about how your decisions and your choices are yep. one of your biggest points of attraction. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, my mm. thoughts are my point of attraction. Oh, my energy is my point of attraction. Oh, mm. my emotion at the time of being is my point of attraction. Like yeah. all of that is so insignificant compared to your decisions and your choices, right? So you make certain choices, you're putting yourself yeah. on potential certain timelines, bad yeah, or good the, for better or worse. <laughs> yeah, because decisions, right? I do, or I'm done, or I'm moving somewhere, or I'm having a kid. When you make, if you think about how it works, your thoughts, you think about it long enough, it produces emotions, and if, you've, and if you're simmering it long enough, the thoughts and emotions drive you to take action. And the action creates something that's real world that has its own vibration and has its own energy, right? So decisions, in my experience, way, way more 
than the mind and the emotions because they have the real world implications. If you're like, shoot, I'm going to decide to speak my truth. Doing that is like, you know, you can think about speaking your truth. You can feel your, but doing that weighs more, right? You know, you're like, shoot, I'm going to buy a car and reward myself. That car has its own vibration. Now it's outside of you. That that living thing is now on earth, which has its own, you know, its own um, rules, the way I look at it. Because here's the thing, we're spiritual beings in this human existence. So if we wanted to just energy our way through it, sure, that's where we come from in the ethers that works. But on earth, right, you've got to get good at grounding what's invisible and turning the invisible into the visible. I mean, that really is thoughts into things. That's one of the, the basic teachings of manifestation. You just got to get good at grounding it. So law of attraction, I look at it as that's one part, but it's also law of massive action, right? Yes. If you won the lottery, you, you can't expect for it to cash itself and go to your house mm-hmm. and automatically figure it out. Even if you want it, you still have to, you know, you'd still have to go in there and claim it and give them your bank account number and have them deposit it and you know, there's still things that need to be done in the human in the human world. So people kind of like, like you said, they miss the mark and they think, oh, I just want to manifest it, manifest it. And then science come up of things they've got to do to claim their manifestations. And they're like, I don't want to because it's just going to come. So they miss out on the yeah. decision part of it because, you know, no one ever, you know, no one ever says, here's how it actually works. There's two parts of it, not one, you know? Yep. Yeah, I do know. We are, we are big. <laughs> Very much. Yeah. We are big. Uh. I guess, advocates for you can't just energy your way through. I mean, you can, you can, sure you can, but if you want sustainable, tangible, you know, results beyond what you thought is possible, then it has to be a a beautiful harmonizing of both action and intention. Well, and action is a form of moving energy. It's just different than like just thinking about it. So technically you are energying your way through the whole thing, but it's like, different aspects of energy and like different ways to work with energy working with energy through the body through your your talk tracks through the mind through like decisions you know like how we're talking about so i think that's yeah i I agree because right now is like i look at everything everything is energy but depending on what plane of consciousness you're playing at there are different rules it just so happens on earth like you know people this is as much as they can this is a 3d reality you've got to take action and actions have energy that come with it, right? It's it's both. And a lot of the times, like people are like, they want, they do practices to escape from the ethers and they want to live there. Yeah. Well, the thing is, that's your essence. That's where you came from. You're never going to lose it. The, the, if we want, if our purpose on earth is to stay in the ethers, we would have gone, we would have been born in this plane of existence. Preach. You know, our, our, our purpose here is like one of the many is to bring our light and our gifts and what we know into this world, experience human lessons, sure, but also make an impact and give the gift that we're here to share, right? So the, the skill is being able to tap into that and translate that into human currency and ground in this reality through action and embodiment and a lot of different things. But you're not supposed to only live there. It's the balance of both of like, yes, I get it. I get the download. I get a channel and let me ground it and let me embody it and let me spread it here where I am. Not escape there because there's no, <laughs> there's like, that's like, you know, that's where we come from. Yeah, right. right. If that's really where you wanted to be, like that's where you would still be, but you're not. You're here on earth exactly. as a human doing the human thing because that's what you wanted to do. So, like, commit yep. to it. <laughs> yeah, that's what you wanted to do. That's Listen, what you Kelsey, wanted to do. Don't forget. 
<laughs> it's like it's I like just getting back in the gym, so I'm a little fired <laughs> up. Energetically <laughs> pumped. It's like getting picked for the All Star game and then being like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hang out on the bench. It's cool. I'm like, what? Um, yes, I want to back up just a little bit because I do like, I love what you said about uh, you were able to manifest without your mind on board yet without your energy on board yet and knowing that when it did come you would um be able to hold on to it this time as opposed to let it you know go yes. back to where it came from and i know that there are a lot of people including myself who've had experiences where i know my head wasn't in the right space heavy quotes mm -hmm. on that and i know my heart and energy weren't aligned with the thing that i want and yet i got it still got what I wanted so maybe if we could just take a pause because I can hear all the listeners being like okay but how okay but how do I do that so maybe we could break it down a little and give them uh, maybe some easy actionable steps that they can begin to manifest even if their head and energy and heart maybe aren't quite there yet got it so I'll give you an example like you know I'm gonna walk you through the process of how I manifested my wife and I wasn't even trying mm -hmm. right I wasn't even trying. So I remember, so, you know, I, I was married um, and I stayed in that marriage longer than I should have. And we grew apart and it came to a point where we were just different. Right. And, and we weren't in the growth path anymore. And it was, and I stayed there for, for a while on, on, until again, my, my, my first son, who's now 11, he was like three or four at that time. And I could see that, you know, one, me staying in that situation was starting to impact him. Right. And, and also I started thinking of like, shoot, if I settle and I stay in a, in a, in a relationship, in a friendship or in any kind of situation where I'm not happy and thriving, he's going to role model that. And I, and back then I was like, still had, you know, driven by shame and guilt. I hadn't worked on that that much. And I was like, you know, I, I, who, what would, I couldn't live in myself if I pass it on to him. So that was my main motivator back then. I was just like, you know, I didn't want to pass pain. So yeah. It's funny because I grew up again in a in a in an extremely extremely strict Catholic and, and Filipino culture to where growing up it was it it was a condition you know you don't get a divorce you get married that is it you are loyal and follow that to a T and I didn't leave because of those conditionings but when it affected a loved one I'm like I gotta break those rules because you have to have a hierarchy or you have a hierarchy on unconsciously what's more important to you. And for me, again, children, kids, you know, what's more important than my programming. So I remember, um, you know, talk with my ex-wife and I'm like, you know, well, this, we got to figure out how to do this amicably. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I, I was like, I'm going to go on a seven day to 10 day journey to find myself. And at this point, we were separated about three to four months. I had, I had moved out of the house and I went to Sedona to find myself because I was like, I got to figure it out. Because here's the thing. I realized, I, 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 I actually dug deeper and realized, why am I in this situation? Not only with my ex-wife, but everyone around me, like, you know, friends and business partners back then, you know, to where why, if I am attracting, you know, negativity or toxicity or people that drain me of my energy, it's not their fault. Something is happening here that's creating that. So I got to figure it out. So I wanted to don't to figure it out. So my intention was, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to go there, sacred land, been there plenty of times, and I'm going to figure this out. So I went on a vortex and it's one of those things where it's just, 
you know, potent energy amplified, like being on a giant crystal. I went in there and my intention was like, I knew at that point, I was like, you know, I want to just be free of this. So I'm like, my intention was, I want to release everything that's stuck in my heart, that's blocking me from moving forward, from experiencing love, from experiencing happiness, from finding myself, right? So the moment I said that intention, I got this kind of like intuitive ping. And sometimes when people get intuitive pings, it comes in different shapes, forms, numbers, songs, music, people channeling to them. But for me, it was just like a random, random thought. I'm like, okay. And the instruction was pull out a piece of paper and I want you to write down any, anybody who's hurt you. Write them down. Whether you remember them or not, whether you want to forgive them or not. And I'm like, you know, I was like, okay, this is weird. So I started writing down. I didn't know that when you're writing down stuff, you're channeling, you know, things from your heart to paper. So it's kind of like there's just energy transference. I didn't know that. So I was just writing it out. And I kind of like, kind of hesitated on a few names because I'm like, shoot, if I write this down, then that means I got to forgive them. And I don't want to forgive them because that's, you know, messed up what they did. And, and I don't want to. And then, you know, came to me again. I'm like, you know, it's not about forgiveness. It's about releasing. They're two different things. You can release them without forgiving them, but at least it's not weighing you down anymore. Wow. Right? It's like, all right, fine. So I wrote a note down, or I'm all down. And then, of course, I couldn't burn burn it in sacred land. So when I got back to the hotel, it got a bowl, burnt it. And I was like, you know, I didn't know that it was transmuting. And back then, I just thought, oh, wow. Ooh, I want to make a list. You have me thinking of names right now. <laughs> I want to burn a list, guys. I, did, I didn't know. It was like, literally, I was. that was a way of cutting cords. That was a way of of like really transferring every pain that was in my heart to that. I didn't know any of that stuff. Huge I just trusted. Huge intention there. Huge intention. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, what's next? And I was like, gosh, I I didn't, I have not cried as much as I did for days. And I was like, I'm not even a crier. This is crazy. So by that release, it was just like, all right, I did it. Then the the memories, the, the emotions, they started to purge. Because once you start it, on energetic level, it happens like this, but everything, there's a lag time. So now the lag time was following them. Like, this is crazy, right? So the next intuitive thing I had was, okay, while you're going through this purging moment, do a lot of self-care. Do the things that you love to do because you haven't done them for years. You know, you've tried to be a people pleaser and please everybody else. And now you don't even know who you are when you look in the mirror. So I'm like, okay, fine. So I was, you know, I was taking hikes by myself, like, you know, watching movies, I was going to favorite stores, I was, you know, writing, you know, you know, writing poetry again, playing, so I was doing the things that I haven't done in a while, you know, for whatever, whatever rules there, I just, I haven't, so I, I did them, and I remember, wow, I'm feeling great, and it helped me actually with the purging process, and then finally, what I did, I got a sping, I'm like, why don't you write down <laughs> on this pad, everything that you want in an ideal partner. And I'm like, I'm not even looking. I'm just purging this heavy stuff. I don't want to, you know, I was kind of battling it, but I'm like, all right, I'm here to grow, fine. So I wrote down a long list, like growth oriented, like, you know, we're purpose driven, um, like, you know, and it was long list. And one of them was also like natural attraction. I'm like, I don't want to have to change. I want who I am naturally to be attractive to them and vice versa. Like just natural compatibility. I was like, I'm just going to, hey, if I'm going to write a wish list, I don't care if it comes true or not, might as well just, you know, put everything I want. Because in the past, I never did. So what would actually happen if I did, right? So I, I did that and uh, 
didn't think anything of it. And four days later, I met my wife. Wow. And I wasn't even looking. And the funny thing was this. Two weeks before, she did the exact same process in her way. Uh, and and, and, and we found each other because we we were on the, in the same vibration but we weren't looking but it just happens and that's kind of like why I love this whole vibration based living is because when you focus on your vibration manifestation in a way kind of goes out the window because things come yes before you know you even want it it's natural it just comes to you what you need what you didn't even know you need yes. is lining up to be experienced before you can even think of vision board <laughs> or right. you know or an intention that's why i love vibration basically because it makes things so seamless you know i Aww. think that this is a great place to just say i with a lot of manifesting practices and tools out there it's about it feels like it's about you know figure it out and then chase it but what you're right. talking about is figure it out know what you want because it's what you want yeah. Not because you're expecting it to happen, not because you are going to go chase it now or because you're expecting it to just show up because it's what you want, period. And when you can do that with love, with career, with just your life in general, the kind of dog you want, okay, yeah. anything, it's about you. It, it becomes about your, your sacred growth and not about what you're going to get out of it. And I think that that is a huge thing that we should emphasize you know when we when we start to maybe manifest today or tomorrow with your with after this conversation now maybe people can start coming back to that what do I want because I just want it because this is what I like this is my preference because it's about me and just see what happens because why not right we're just out here playing games and trying stuff anyway yeah I mean it's one of the things where you'll be surprised like like a lot of times people are, are they don't want to ask. And I remember my wife, um, like, you know, uh, when I met her, she was still in a nine to five job and, you know, I kind of helped her with her purpose work. And one of the intuitive pings was, you know, when we met each other was go to Sona for 30 days. Right. And I remember we were there in 30 days and it was group. It was, it was really not fun because we couldn't find a house to live. Everything was taken and we were living in, in a hotel, eating hotel food like, you know, and 30 days is a long time to, with no kitchen, to be eating out every single day for 30 days. And we were health, we're health nuts. So we we're like, this is crazy. And I remember um, it was almost like a day or two, one, one or two more days before we were going to leave. And, uh, and, and, um, and my wife's like a big believer in like, you know, God and universe. So she got really pissed as she was like, you know, you know, you know, God, universe, I'm giving you an ultimatum. You brought me here. I follow your signs right? And nothing showing up. Kelsey, so she sounds nothing, like us. Kelsey, if nothing shows like up in the next 24 to 48 hours, I'm leaving, <laughs> right? Yep. And what ended up happening within 24 hours, a house that wasn't in the market showed up, right? And three people, before she even launched her business, she wasn't even like full on in, in, in her business. Three people reached out to her and said, within 24 hours saying, I don't know if you work with people, but I want to work with you and I can pay you via check or wire and I can do it. I want to, I want to work with you for a day or two or like, you know, coaching and I just want to do it. And she's like, oh my gosh. Like, you know, and, and the thing is you just have to ask. And a lot of times people forget that, that kind of power that we have in a way to where we are one with that, which we ask from whatever you believe in to where yeah. when you own that and realize that and see that, see that, you know, we, have that running within us and it's okay 
to ask for what you want. And most of the time, like, you know, done in the right vibration, you get it, right? And a lot of it yeah. is like, people don't ask because they're, what for whatever rules or whatever reason. Right. But that wasn't the last time that we've done that kind of ultimatum thing. And it's worked, right? So yeah. there's multiple ways of doing it. And that one was, was a pretty wild one, to be honest. This, this is a great way. And I've heard a lot of people in the space say that, mm. you know, the universe doesn't like to be, you know, whatever. But I think the universe wants to play. I think it wants to play with you. I think it wants to know that you're serious. Yeah. It needs to know, you know, that you're not messing around and you actually do want this and you have that desire and that uh, motivation to get it. And it will meet you wherever you are. I think it, you know, it, if it's, <laughs> if it can be called it, the, yeah. um, just it, it, I don't see anything wrong at all with, with saying, here's a time frame. Here's what I would love to see in that time frame. Yeah. Let's see. Let's make it happen. I've done that so many times with little things. Like I want to see a feather in the next 24 hours, but like yeah. not a regular feather, like a feather I wouldn't normally see or something you wouldn't normally see. And the universe will provide it. It just will. I've never had it fail. I think and in a great thing, way. It, it, it's so true because I feel like part of, you know, the universe's job is to help us stand in our power, claim yes. our power, right? Not give it away, Right. So when you're claiming your power like that, or like you think like, oh, shoot, I shouldn't have done that. It's kind of like, oh, you got to raise your hand before you go to the bathroom kind of thing, or don't talk unless you're asked. You're like, is your, your programming kicks in, but there's a reward for breaking that conditioning yep. and owning your power and being like, you know, because now you're stepping into your essence and who you are. And I think you get rewarded for doing that personally. Yeah. And to summarize, like, it's a relationship. Yeah. You're allowed to be firm. Yeah. sometimes that's what it takes to get results i remember when my ultimatum to god to the universe was like help me figure out how to enjoy my life otherwise i'm gonna take my life like that's the point that we're at so help me figure it the fuck out or don't like the way i look at it is this like listen i am a vessel on earth i am an asset i'm sure you want me to do great things here right exactly so it's in your best interest for me to succeed yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not want me to be happy and to have abundance and to have everything, right? Like I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help lesser amount of people if I'm in struggling and survival and not having my needs met, and I can help more if I have things that are fueled and my needs are met at the highest levels and it's an overflow and I can now give. Yeah. So I know it's in your Amen. best interest. So it's let's cut the crap and just do this. Yeah. yeah. Thing. And, and it's like you get to the point of like, and a lot of times, so much magic happens in that in that frame yeah. i don't yeah. know why but it just does you know i don't know why either man but some of the coolest things that have ever happened to me it's been like within hours of me reaching a point where i'm like i cannot with this anymore like i think hit, it's potency i it's think like you get a, to a point where you, yeah. you're so potent and you're like yeah and you're not wishy-washy and you're like this is it and there's something to the potency to when you say it in potent manners like you're putting the requests at such a high frequency and in my experience the higher the frequency the faster the manifestations happen, the lower you do it, the more you can be doing 10,000 mm-hmm. affirmations in a day and vision board. But if you're doing it from a low frequency, the human game, it's years and it's like nothing. It's like pulling teeth, right? So yeah. I feel yeah. like there's a correlation to the potency and the frequency in which you do things as well. For sure, for sure. I love what you said about, I want to, I'll be able to help more people. A rising tide lifts all boats and better, you want to help people. Like yeah. I am here on this earth wanting to help people yeah. let's go <laughs> like, yeah. when you, just, and it's such a great way for people for anyone listening who's like well how do i 
how do I do that? Just, you know, I love that you brought this up, Oliver. Just, it's in our best interest. I love that. It's in our best interest to do good on this planet, to do good while we're here. Let's do yeah. it. Let's go. Like, that's a great one. I'm going to use that one for sure. <laughs> I just don't buy the whole thing of like, you're a healer or you're doing your purpose work and you're a light worker. You're supposed to be broke. Yeah. I think this conditioning, I think it's more of a programming thing more than anything else. Like somebody like for some reason, share the story of like, you're supposed to be a healer. You can't charge for it. You can't experience abundance. It's the noble thing. It's money's root of all evil. I feel like it's more of a programming thing than the truth, right? To where I've seen also on the flip side of it, people who are extremely successful, who are light workers and who are healers to the highest levels. And they've got so much abundance that flows. And because of that, they're able to help even more people. So I've yeah. seen both ends of it to know like, wait a second. There's more than one way. Why can't I have that? That makes so much sense, right? Why can't it be when I succeed or when I have abundance that it's for the greatest good of all? Meaning to say it impacts the entire consciousness of this planet and beyond positively. Why can't I live in that reality? If we are in you know, this holographic universe and we're creating the future as we go right now and we have multiple possible outcomes Mm -hmm. Why not choose the outcome that has everything? Why choose a lack? Why choose of like, shoot, in order for me to get this, I got to lose this. Yeah. If we're the creators, why choose? Why can't I be like, what's option A, B, C, D, E, F, G that I like? And why, why can't I find a place and a reality out of the infinite amount of realities that exist that has all of it and it's serving the greatest good? And I want that reality, right? Mm -hmm. Why can't, why, why, why not, right? Why yeah. not? The most why beautiful not? thing Hashtag I ever discovered. Why not? Yeah, why can't I? But the most beautiful thing I ever discovered is that I don't have to believe it if I don't want to. You're not stuck believing yep. things. You're not stuck in, you know, wherever you are. You can decide like, well, that doesn't feel good. Maybe I don't have to yeah. subscribe to this. Maybe that doesn't have to be my truth. And just playing with that and knowing that that is true changed my whole freaking life. Hey, Lindsay here. Have you seen what's new inside my Align Your Mind membership? Members already get instant access to my best hypnotherapy audios, mindset hacks, manifesting methods, and more on demand right at their fingertips. But now when you join AYM, you'll also get a major VIP level upgrade with my brand new goal-focused hypnotherapy toolkits. These toolkits inside AYM are carefully curated hypnotherapy bundles designed with your specific goals in mind. Whether you desire to call in more money consistently, get out of the mindset rut that you're in, renew your passion and confidence, manifest with more ease and power, cultivate more self-love and inner knowing, or finally release the burdens from your past and heal. Once your subconscious mind is on board with your goal, it's a done deal. And that's what my toolkits are designed to do for you. So if you're ready to rewire your mind, release what's holding you back and manifest your desires with ease, the AYM membership is where it's at. Just hit the link in the episode description and start embodying your highest potential. Oh yeah, especially when you realize when you're sensitive to energy and you're empathic and you realize that but here's the thing. I'm a big believer. If it's your thoughts, if it came with you, own it, work on it, do it fast, heal it, whatever it takes, sure. But if it's not your thoughts, why own it? Yeah. So for me, I question my thoughts anyway. all the time. I'm like, all right, life is not good. You know, people can't be trusted. Who am I connected to? Are these my beliefs? Was I born like, you know, with this belief inherent in me? Where did I learn it? Where did I pick it up? Was it a belief that I role modeled growing up? 
is am I connected to somebody right now who I talked to, who I emailed, who I texted, who I'm around, who's having these thoughts? And because I'm an energetic being, I'm attached to them cord-wise and I'm thinking or feeling what they're feeling, is this even mine? Right. And I go through that as you know, and if it's mine, sure, no problem working on it. But if it's not, why adopt it and let it, you know, you know, plant the seeds and let it like take root and grow into your energetic space when it's not even yours. So I'm I'm pretty good. Like, like what you do is just canvassing the thoughts and realizing that the majority of it, they're not even mine to begin with. And if they're not mine, and if I can absorb it, then I can also reject it. Yeah, you can. Oh, now I'm getting pumped. I didn't even work out today. <laughs> yeah, this is reminding me the other day I was at the coffee shop and I was working on this new book um, that is my sister titled for me called Why the Law of Attraction Works for Some People, But Not You. And in it, I was, it came to me like in this very beautiful poetic way that like beliefs are not facts. And yet to beliefs have a sneaky little habit of becoming facts when yeah. left unchecked. And guess what? You're so powerful that you manifested a belief and now it's a fact. Look how powerful you are. See? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Even if it's something negative that happened, you can be like, right. dang, I did that. Look I did that. <laughs> what else could I do? You know? Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's just fascinating. Like when you, because here's the thing, here's my, one of my big beliefs is that we're not meant to heal forever. Like we came here whole. And life happened. We took a detour. And a lot of times people are like, oh, healing is my life. I've got to heal till like, you know, my rocking chair moment. And I'm always, you get addicted to the heal, 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 break yeah. to break. And you never really get there. But my philosophy is like, when you do it right and you go to the root, the core of why you're even experiencing what you're experiencing and you shift it at the core, then there's nothing left to heal. Yeah. Because the thing is, we're not meant to just stop at, oh, I'm healed and feeling good and I'm feeling well and I'm positive. That's where we started. Now we now that's when life begins, when you start to thrive and give back and expand and explore, you know, and dream. I mean, there's more to life than just feeling okay. And a lot of times people like, you know, I don't know if it's because of the cycle and never really get there. The healing phase is glorified and extended versus being like, let me do it as fast as I can, whether that's three months, six months, a year, two years, let me go all in. And when I'm there and I am good to go, I can thrive. I can bring people along with me. I can do my purpose work. And there's life beyond healing. The purpose of life isn't to heal. I feel like it's to tap into who we are, what we came here with, and share those gifts and to enjoy the beautiful experience of life and enjoy earth and, and, and raise the consciousness and do whatever we damn please. But it's not healing for the rest of your life. Right, I so I look it. at things a little bit differently when it comes to that. It's like, do it fast, find a route to go all in, love yourself through it, get to where you need to go, and go where life begins, which truly begins. And I feel like it mm -hmm. begins with when we're able to come back from the detour and be like, all right, I've got this. What's next, kind of thing, you know? Come back from the detour. I love yep. that. Life is <laughs> That's not about healing; it's about remembering who you were before you needed it. Exactly. Love That's it. a beautiful perspective. I like that. Because I think in the self-empowerment, self-improvement, spiritual space, people can definitely get addicted to the healing cycle and make it all about the healing. When yeah. what you're saying is 
what if there's a world where you do the healing work and then you're healed and then from there you actually get to live your best mother effing life you ever could dream of or probably not even dream of probably it's going to be better than that um, amen yeah I like and that. i've seen it happen so many times with people that are like and a lot of times here's the thing when you're healed right whatever that means see whether you're you know you you can love again or you can dream again or you're feeling better whatever that is it's a non-event it's not like you're in the finish line and when you get to be like Woo, yeah. you did it yeah it's not that way i've seen people they go to our workshops or we we help them or whatever and when we meet them they're like oh i'm depressed i'm anxious this is the way life's been for 10 15 years so nothing has worked and you know and fast forward, you know, a few months later, or a year later or whatever. And I was like, how are you doing? They're like, well, I, and they catch themselves. Yeah. And they can't even say I'm depressed or anxious anymore. They're like, oh my gosh, I haven't felt that in four months or in five months. You don't notice it till you notice it. Yeah. And they don't even notice it. It's a non-event. Yeah. You know, and, and the biggest thing is there, and that's what I realized is a lot of times people get there and they don't realize they're there, but because they have this whole, I'm broken, I've got to fix myself. They don't think they're there when they're actually there but i've seen it so many times to where people are like i'm actually good right and the so biggest let me ask opportunity you. yeah go ahead finish i got a good question go ahead and and, and people actually because the thing is yes is there an adrenaline from healing and and working on that stuff and you're like oh i'm working on it and highs and lows and all different things sure but the same adrenaline exists when you're doing your purpose work yeah. when you're like oh who am i here to help how can what am i here to create like, you know, oh, how many more people can I reach? The same adrenaline exists in purpose work where you're also thriving. So you're not going to lose this whole like, oh, shoot, it's exciting to heal. And because that there's a lot of opportunities for that same pattern when you're doing what you're here to do. Yeah. So how do you know, how do you tell people or how do you help guide them on whether or not they because there's two two sides of this that I'm seeing. Either you yep. know you need to heal and you're just like, well, I don't need to because it's not about healing forever. And so they're maybe just ignoring those things that they actually do need to heal. Or the other side is like they've done healed and they still think they need to heal more, but they don't. Do you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So how do you know when you're in that sweet spot of like, there's nothing else to heal. I'm not bypassing and I'm not looking for stuff. Um, do you just great. know? That's a, that's a great question. And I think- a lot of it is, so I look at things from, so there's two, I look at things vibration and frequency based. Right? So for me, there's a human story and a soul story. And they exist, they both exist at any given time. Your human story is like whatever happened to you. Your soul story is like what you're here to do and what you're here to embody and you have access to all of it. In any given moment, somebody in their human story can be like, I'm in my soul story. And in that moment, nothing else exists, right? So my goal is vibrationally being 60, 70, 80% in my higher story, my, my, my um, soul story to where the human story, you're not even, it, it feels like a past life in a way, right? And a lot of it, there's some people that I know do where chasing purpose work is the fastest way for them to heal at times. And for some, it's vice versa. They've got to heal first before they do it. And a lot of times people don't realize when you're doing your purpose work, you get stretched to evolve at the highest levels as well. And your humanistic stuff comes up for you to heal as you're doing the work. But since you're doing purpose work, it's a higher vibration. Then the things that come up to be healed, they get healed faster at a higher vibration versus when you're just working on healing yourself and you're 
there's not there's not that higher vibration to kind of offset things that come up, right? So for me, the way I look at it is it's it's you've got to look at it as a majority of your day, the quality of life and the emotions that you're experiencing. And you don't have to get it perfect. Because yes, are you gonna have bad days? Are you gonna have some days so things I'm waiting happen for someone to bring that up? Yes, you yeah, will have but day. I feel like it is when you have the tools to bounce back really, really quickly of like, shoot, sure, I can let this drag on for another day, for another week. Next thing you know, what happened to me? Like, you know, you're you're, you're depressed for years and that's just what your life is to where you're like, shoot, it's happening to me. I'll let it happen fully for 30 minutes, an hour, a day or whatever. If it's grief, my few days are longer. But then I know how to kind of get out of that pattern and get back. And for me, that's the skill is like, even the people that I know that are the, the best at the game with personal development and energy, like it's not that they don't have dips. It's that they work through it so quickly and they don't let it last a second longer than it has to. Right. And when you have control of your, your mind, your emotions, your energy, your decisions um, to that extent to where you can bounce back and you just know how you're wired and you know, the human self and the soul self and you know just what needs to be done things happen in hyper speed and you you've got control of your you really got control of your energetic reality and that's what it comes down to is like is it controlling you or are you are you in control of it to where it doesn't have to be perfect but your days for the most part like in a majority you're feeling good you're feeling empowered you're feeling control things don't bother you experiencing good things and it's more of a way of life more than anything else it's and a lot of times you realize it when you look back and be like oh shoot i guess i'm not stressed about that thing and i haven't for a while or you know toxic people haven't shown up or when they do it doesn't affect me like it used to and you only see it in my experience in retrospect after it happens when you're kind of like doing a little bit of an inventory mm-hmm. yeah I know, I know that feeling. I've I've been there. I get it. I feel like we could literally talk all day. <laughs> I love everything you're saying. It definitely yeah. is speaking to us, and I know it's speaking to so many people who just need need it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. This has been such an epic and fun and awesome conversation, and I'm really feeling feeling activated. I'm feeling inspired. I'm feeling good. Hopefully, everyone listening is receiving some benefit from us having fun here and living our purpose here um but oliver first of all i want to ask you about your t-shirt when we go over to the patreon because for anyone who's watching the video it's a beautiful t-shirt that says heal yourself and then it has some really cool sacred geometry in the middle and heal others heal the world oh is that the beautiful i guess i couldn't see the other one oh it's a mixture of a bunch of different things um yeah okay it's uh we i had one of um so this is one of the ones that uh you know we we we've sold in the past, but I'm like, I want cool shirts that I can wear that mean something, right? So I did it for me and then it became like something that we we kind of sold for a bit, but yeah. Cool. Okay, so we're gonna I wanna I wanna ask you more about sacred geometry in a second here on the other side of this podcast and maybe also some tips for the holidays and like clearing and protecting energy. Yeah. But before we go there, I would love for you to share more about your new book where everyone can find out more about you how people can work with you and absorb more of your medicine oh well thank you um so yeah i've got a book um depending on when you're listening to this um, it might be out already but it's called spiritual activator and it's the five steps to clearing and blocking protecting your energy so you can attract more joy love and purpose 
And you can get it on Amazon. If you can just go, you know, spiritual activator, it's going to pop up on Amazon. Um, it's, it's um, by Hay House is um, uh, who's um, um, publishing it. And for me, it, it, the intention was simple because I know like currently right now, we've got like close to 3 million students from 60 plus countries. But even though that seems like a lot for me, it's a lot, at least for me, the way I look at it is I know there are people that I cannot reach online. Just, I can't. Right. And it's my mission, you know, if I'm thinking of how do I impact and reach the collective seven plus billion people on, on, on planet Earth, then I've got to start reaching the unreachables. Right. So for me, the book was an, an is an attempt and heartfelt attempt to if I could go back in time and give my younger self one thing and not say a word, one thing, I would give the book. <laughs> if, if, and I wrote it for my kids, for my son. They were like, one day, hopefully, when you're when you when you need it. Or you can read dad's book and it'll help you, right? So for me, that was the intention of like a book that's kind of like a handbook for energy, for spiritual gifts, for life. Because we weren't born with a handbook on being like, oh, you know, you're going to be born in this world. Here's what's going to happen. Here's how to protect your energy. Here's how you clear your energy. Here's how to access your gifts, so on and so forth. Do this and it will save you unnecessary suffering. So we never had that. So I wanted to create one because um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't available. So the book Literally, it's for my younger self. It's for my kids, and it's for the world because I know a lot of times people like you know they're not online, like you know, and they are English is not the only language. It's a lot of different languages, and I know if I wrote a book, it would be translated. It would it would it would last longer than me. The principles will be there. So for me, it's to reach the unreachables, and and uh, it is a way for it's my attempt to reach the collective, right? So that's kind of like the intention behind the book when I when I originally wrote it beautiful yeah i understand that as an author you're like i'm gonna write a book that's how i can reach the most people yeah. <laughs> go get his book or guys one way it'll probably yes. this is gonna air in a week so it'll maybe be out by then. amazing yay Ooh. awesome well on that beautiful note everyone go connect with oliver follow him on instagram his instagram is awesome wherever else you want people to connect with you we'll put yeah. that all i'm in everywhere i'm in Instagram, YouTube, Facebook is spiritual activator. And honestly, that's where I put all my best stuff. It's for free. Check it out and, you know, and see if it resonates. Like, and that's kind of like the introduction people have is like, check out my free stuff because I've got hours and hours and hours of, you know, content and tips. So just check it out and, and hopefully, it, you know, it, it helps you with your day. And go yes. make a list to burn. There you go. <laughs> burn <laughs> burn list. lists. Good time at the end of the year to get, you know, to move some uh -huh. energy in. Oh yeah, especially with the holidays coming up. Here's the biggest thing is like, a lot of the times, like, you know, holidays, you're around people, you're around family members, you're around like in a lot of energy. It's like, for me, it's like, that's the time where you kind of go all in and use everything that you have in your arsenal. Because mm -hmm. there's some days that you don't need it. Like, yeah, right now, do I have different self-care practices here? Like, you know, where we're like literally in 80 acres. I, I can't see my neighbor. It's fresh air no nothing happening here sure it's like it's like heaven here i'm not having to do much things and naturally my energy is supported mm -hmm. and i feel great when i was living in laguna beach and i was surrounded by everything very different very different i'd have to do more there because i had more external stimuli affecting my energy to where i had to do more just to be able to be neutral whereas here there's none so i don't have to do much but if I were to travel to a bigger city, I'd go to a place, family gathering, family function, 
to where I know there's like, you know, people in my family and loved ones that could affect me or whatever situation is. If I'm going to a place where I know I could be energetically vulnerable, then you bet I will be doing things that I typically don't do. And I'll do a lot of them and I'll do more if it's needed, but I, I will do more to match yeah. the external demand on my energy. That makes sense. Can we give our patron, like on the other side, can we give them like one or two of those things? If they have a holiday gathering coming up, I think that would be fun for them to. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of. Um, not yet. Don't not even. Yet. Not yet. <laughs> Don't, don't give it away. Dare. Don't I don't I dare. Okay. He's excited. He's ready. He's this excited. has been so fun. Let's head over to Patreon and talk more about it. I cannot wait. Guys, if you don't uh subscribe to our Patreon, I highly recommend it. Patreon.com slash high vibe. You get bonuses, extended episodes, more good stuff from our guests like this. We're holding the carrot and the stick right now. So go to <laughs> patreon.com slash high vibe. You can join for a very, very small amount per month and then get all the good stuff. Thanks so much for tuning into the show and being a part of our High Vibe Net community. Make sure if you're loving this episode or any episode to subscribe. Every week we're coming out with new content for you guys. And you can also join our email list. So lindsayrobinson.com, kelseyaida.com. We send email reminders every week about the episodes if you want to be also in the loop that way. And be sure to connect with us on social at Lindsay Robinson and at kelseyaida. And of course, if you guys want to join the Patreon to get bonus content, extended episodes on video and exclusive hangouts and things that we only give to our VIPs, you can join at patreon.com slash high vibe. You can start for as little as three bucks a month. So super easy, super quick and super fun to be there. Also leave us a review. If you guys love this episode or any of our episodes, go tell us about it in the reviews and share with a friend that needs it. We love you guys. We'll see you next week and have a great one.